Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I remember the first time I was asked to do Angels, which was a show that it really seriously was incredible. There were people from all over the world that had been had their lives saved and amazing stories of how angels have saved their lives or brought them back. Um, and Gloria Hunniford was a presenter. We had Chris French as our, you know, it, non-believer, even though he's lovely to me, Glennis Eckersley. It was the most beautiful show ever. And we had two series. I ended up taking over the second um, show and had half the, half the show on the second season. But unfortunately, we then had a new head of the Sky Channel that wasn't a believer and didn't want any more supernatural, you know, spiritual mm. shows. So it got canned, which was such a shame because it actually was the highest viewed show. And when they phoned me and said, do you want to do angels? I hadn't really at that point ventured into the full angel realms part of my life. I thought I was down here just literally to prove the afterlife. And I thought, "Mm, angels, that's interesting. And then when I got home, got in the bath and I thought, I better start getting into this malarkey if I'm going to go and do this audition up at Sky TV. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, um, I said, is this the right thing? Because I, I, I'm not a wannabe. I don't care if I'm on telly or not. It does. I just want to reach the masses. And I saw it as a platform for me to reach millions of people. And I did. And, my God, the stories and the things that people wrote to me was just, oh, God, made me cry. But that was nothing new. Anyway, um, I sat there and just said, should I be doing this? And I kid you not. And this is why... I feel people believe and know what I say is true because, you know, at the end of the day, I was a copper. I don't need to lie or need to make up stories. It is what it is. And it's as real as real. And so, you know, I don't have to make anything up. And I literally looked up at the ceiling and I thought, what's that? And it looked like a cobweb swinging. And this feather, white feather comes from the ceiling, through the ceiling, drops down and lands on my shoulder in the bath. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, I've heard about these white feathers. But my good God, it was insane. And then I and then the following day, I was waiting for the chauffeur, darling, and a chauffeur to take me to Sky TV. And um, I was ironing. This is a miracle in itself as well. Me ironing, Christ. But I thought (laughs) I better look a bit nice. I was ironing my jeans. And as I turned to put some more water into the um, iron, I turned back. It was literally two seconds and there was a huge white feather on my jeans just before I left for the studios. So I knew I was going to get the part. I knew that I was going to be a resident medium on the show. And I knew that I suddenly had entered into the realm of angels. And then I started doing workshops on them because I could see how powerful they were. They stopped me from like being in a major road crash, telling me that I weren't supposed to go home from my, my ex-partner's mum's house. No, nope, you're not yeah. driving home. And there was a massive crash I would have been in. And... 
I remember driving along with my friend on the way to do a dem actually at a spiritualist church, a demonstration. And then suddenly I know the angel voices because they go, no, oh, it's really powerful. And they said, stop, break. And I literally, I was on the outside lane of a main arterial road coming from Rayleigh, Essex, the A13, sorry, is the A13? No, the A12, the A12, no, what am I talking about? The A127, I'll get the right number in a minute. And I literally break on the outside lane doing 70, most probably 80 knowing me, miles an hour. And my friend literally froze forward. Obviously, we've both got our seatbelts on. She's going, what that? And as she said, what she was going to say, what the hell? This tractor, do you know the tractor tyres? They're about eight foot tall, nine mm. foot tall. Bounced right in front of our car, my car. Bounced over to the other side. Thank the angels, there were no other cars the other side of the dual carriageway. And then it bounced into a field. So if I hadn't have braked at that exact time and trusted their voice, that would have smashed right into the car. Yeah. You know, and I started to see the power of them. And then I remember, and this is so embarrassing. Oh, my God, Steph, this just shows you. Don't ever say you're a beginner. Don't say that to yourself. We are all advanced. We just need to plug in and wake up. That's all it is, okay? Beginner, intermediate, that's all human titles. We are all advanced. We just need to surrender, open, and accept and trust. So I remember going to Devon because I've been on a tour with um, Derek Akora, Colin Fry, Stephen Holbrook, and we were at this place, the Riviera Centre. I thought, I'm going to live here. I love it. This place in Devon, you know, Torbay, all the beaches. Mm. I thought, love it. So I predicted the first night, I looked out and I said, I'm going to live here. And so these people come to me from this place and said, oh, can you come do a workshop? I said, you know what? I'll do an angels one. So I pop along and I'm supposed to be this <laughs> big girl on angels, right? Because they'd shown me a lot. Walked in and I've, and I've gone in the meditation with them. I said, come on, let's go up to the Crystal Palace and see what angels we can connect with. And then these gorgeous, beautiful women with these long white robes, dark hair, and they say, we are the seraphim. I'm like, right, okay. And I thought, I've never heard of you. I don't know who you are. And they said, we're the oldest hierarchy of angels. I'm like, okay. I'm thinking I'm making this up because all angels have got blonde hair. Why have they got black hair? <laughs> they had these fierce four faces. And they say, we, we collect souls en masse from natural disasters and wars. I'm like, okay. And we heal them in this in this bathing pond I'm like right I'm thinking I'm making this up then they end up bathing me and oh my god it's the most beautiful thing ever and then I hear this song and I'm like oh my god oh my god and it's the song I used to hear after oh. my abuse sessions my god I know and I'm now 39 38 39 I'm like yeah. what the hell and I remember crying and this this seraphim holding me, holding my soul, saying, it's okay, we were always there for you. You just didn't know. Mm. So it made me cry. <laughs> and um, they were there the whole time. I came out and I was crying my eyes out and I'm the person that's supposed to be the tutor. And this is what I wanted to tell you about, right? I came out. I would never, ever judge anybody in my circles and my workshops. I would encourage anybody that knows more than me to teach me. Nobody is beyond teaching. So if anybody is told, oh, no, you don't know this, you don't know that, the tutor knows everything, then you just walk away straight away, right? Because I said, does anybody know what a seraphim is? I'd never heard of it, to my mm. shame. 
right? Because I only share what I'm taught and what I'm shown in divine timing, right? Don't study anything. All these certificates of mediumship you have to do, what a load of money made, made rubbish. No, you are natural and people will know that when they start seeing you work, right? I know we have to do insurance and stuff now, but all these certificates, no, 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 from people judging you on what you can and can't do, no, sorry. So anyway, someone said, you don't know the ceremony? I said, no, I don't. I said, I'm learning as much as you, love. So I'm just here to show you what I know already. That's the sort of tutor you want. And so they went, the seraphim, they're the highest order of angels. I said, oh, that's funny. I said, that's what they told me. I came to Michael works. I said, oh, that's funny, because he was there. And I'm like, oh, wow, telling me. And they work on healing. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And then the seraphim have always been with me ever since. I've acknowledged their presence. And they also came and brought massive visitation and learning when I was in bed for five years with ME fibromyalgia from a road accident. The song, I can't, I've tried to, I've tried to replicate it with a composer and it, it is um a guided meditation i've got on my website but i just can't get close to it it is the most euphoric until you hear it there's something not of this world just like heaven and everything is the color the vibration the sounds the sights there are like nothing you've ever experienced on this planet it is so amazing and People think that as light workers, we're trying to give you a happy ever after to make fit people feel better. It's not. It's real. If I can just bring one person into the fold to show them reality of angels that want to help us, spirit world, spirit guides, ascending masters, their loved ones can talk to them whenever they want. If I can just show one person that and wake them up to it, then my work is done for the day. You know, and that's how I work. I've been told that you have to give permission to angels for them to work with you. Is that the yes. case or not? Yes, it is, because they are not allowed to interfere with free will down here. It's part of the laws of the universe. So because people say, oh, where were the angels when this happened? Why didn't that? And it's well, you didn't mm. give permission. And so you literally invoke them. So it's like the best way to describe it is, is say that you are a beacon of light walking along and you're encased in like an auric, you know, they say about your aura and you've got yeah. this basement and they see you and they think, oh my God, she's going to walk into that. This is going to happen. For God's sake, please ask me to help you. And so if you then awaken yourself up, you open a portal that literally goes from your frequency to the angel frequency. And that can be done by verbal intent, writing out. So for instance, just say um, if I was really worried because I needed to get a new job because I hated my job and I was really scared because I wouldn't be able to pay my mortgage. I needed courage to move on. I'd be like, oh, I've heard Nikki Allen talk about Archangel Michael and he can help. Right, I'm going to do it. So I envisage Archangel Michael. You don't have to do anything posh. Keep it real. Archangel Michael, I've heard, look, I'm new to this. I just, I don't even know if I believe in you, but I'm going to do this. I need you to help me have the courage to change everything because it's so wrong in my life at the moment. I give you permission to come and help me. Please come and help me do this. I need to move on for the sake of my children, my family. Right? Just say that. Right? It doesn't have to be a prayer. It doesn't have to be special words or lighting candles. It's that simple. I'll write it out. Right? And then normally, and this is the magic of it. Right. And this is I used to try it all the time. And I think, right, well, I bet you won't happen this time. And my God, it does every single <laughs> time. Right. And I'm going to just tell you a very quick story about what happened last week. So literally within about 48 hours, about two days, 
you will get either a white feather or you'll get some acknowledgement to do with Archangel Michael right in front of your face. And he says, I've heard your invocation. I'm with you. I'm walking with you. And then it's down to trust and you implicitly sending your energy over to say, thank you, Michael. I know you're with me. It's all about trust. Right. And if people think, oh, God, yeah. By, you know, again, it's, oh, God, it's not a plug. But I tell you about my moving and me being homeless and getting homes. I live a minute from the beach now. To my left is the beach. I can hear it now. Straight across, I'm looking at lakelands and woodlands and a big nature reserve. I ordered this because the angels taught me how. I didn't have a penny. I'm a mortgage tree in a house that I don't have to pay for now. I was mm. 65 grand's worth in debt because my ex stole everything from me because he didn't want to be with someone in a wheelchair because my prognosis was I was never going to get out of bed, ever. Mm. Right? And I, I cleared it in a day. And then last week, I, I just, Teddy wasn't right. My, my Teddy, my little Shih Tzu cross, God bless his heart, he's 16 years old. Mia went to Rainbow Bridge a few months ago, my other dog. And so I'm really worried because I'm scared he's got a cancer lump on him that I'm trying to heal. You know, I'm trying to bring, it, bring realities of how I am as well because not everything is fluffy and light. And he was getting a bit, I don't know, it was a bit strange um, last week. But, you know, he kind of went really wrong two days ago. And I thought he was going back to the spirit world, to be honest with you, but he's pulled back again. But last week, I said, I'm a bit worried about Teddy. Archangel Raphael, can you please come in? Right, so I'm on the beach walking with Teddy, and he just seems a bit under the weather. So can you just bring a bit of a zap of energy and a bit of healing, please? Because he's the Archangel of healing. Into Teddy, please. I said, could you just do that for me? Just let me know you've done it. And within about five seconds, Raffi, Raphael, come on, Raffi. And this dog's called Raphael, and this woman's calling her dog. Oh. And it's like, what the? And I'm like, oh, my God, you're good. That was quick. Because that's like, not a normal name for a dog. I know. And it's literally, that's how magnificent it is. And the problem is, people say to me, oh, can you ask this angel? No, do it yourself. You can do it. We are all spirit on a human experience. We've chosen to come down here. We've planned our challenges. We've planned our lives. And we come down here for a little playground episode. And then we go back up to literally, you know, an infinite life of love, compassion, humility. And then for some godforsaken reason, our souls after three generations decide, oh, I fancy another human experience. I do not want to come back. <laughs> I know, but you will, though, because when you go up the review with Jeremiah, because I, I, I literally, I say we haven't got enough time, but I, I've had access to um, sign the Akashic Records so I can view souls and I can view all sorts of things. The angel showed me that. And um, basically, when my uncle died, I wanted to know where he was. So I thought, I'm going to bloody use it. I'm going to swell my fingers in the pool that the, the seraphim use, and I'm going to try and find out where the soul of my uncle is. And um, I thought I was being selfish, but in fact, they inspired me to do that, to teach me what happens when we die. And this is a book I've been trying to get out forever, but Earthwalkers is going out next. But anyway, that's a book that's got to go out because it basically shows from physical passing what happens to the soul. Even when our, they said, oh, Archangel Israel comes and collects the soul and he also brings some familiar family members down so the soul isn't scared or worried as soon as they pass. How I found that out, and this is what I'm trying to totally let people know, is that my mum broke her hip and was in hospital, right? And my sister-in-law was mucking about at the bottom of the bed and she was, like, doing funny faces. So I got my camera on my phone and took a photo of her and went, oh, you're going to really regret that. Oh, Lou, you're going to really regret that photo. I've got a photo. When I looked at the photo, this name went, Azrael, in my ear. And I thought, oh, hang on a minute. 
that's the archangel of death. That's the archangel that comes down when people are dying. And the whole room was full of a milky white mist. Mm. And that's his colour. I googled it. Azrael, his colour. I'm like, oh, my God, my mum's going to die. But she'd only broken a hip. Two months okay. later, she passed. They were heading me up. So when they said about Azrael, I thought, yeah, I know about Azrael. And then Jeremiah and Jeremiah showed me. Jeremiah was the one that receives the souls and he does the life reviews of people that have passed up. And then they're either taken to the celestial pulse of healing or they're taken to the cherubim chamber that I've been showed where their soul is judged if they've done something wrong. And then you're taken to reality layer. And so they've created a man-made map for me to make it simple for people. Because if I start talking about dimensions, quantum space, um, frequency, sound, people are going to be like, what are you talking about? Right? I don't know what you're talking about. So I make it very, very simple. And I'm so blessed that all of the angels, ascended masters have taught me over these 30, 40 years, well, most of my whole life, 53 years, they've taught me, we need you to make this simple and show humankind what it's all about. So they created a map of heaven. Right. So I walk in the main foyer. If I go straight ahead, that goes to Celestial Gardens. If I go right, that goes to the Cherubim Chamber. If I go to the Celestial Gardens and turn right, the rose, rose bushes, I go into the cabin of the Omnipresence, which is the source of the universe. God, if you like. Right. If I go left at the gardens, I go to the chambers of the archangels. If I go straight over past the fountain, I go to reality layer. So when I started writing this map out which is as i say it's going to be in the book what happens when we die i haven't even got close to doing it yet but i will well i have it's nearly finished and so i started thinking because i'm i'm an open-minded person so i'm thinking mm, okay so i'm thinking right i'm going to take my students up to the crystal palace right so I'm, right, I'm going to take you up to crystal palace some of you may get in some of you might just trust the process don't think you don't deserve to go in there as you won't be able to go in there because your, your ego will stop you going let's go then I would listen to students and they go, well, I went through this foyer and there was this big giant angel and I opened the door and I thought, I know where she's going. She's going into Celestial Garden straight ahead of me. And I was in this garden. I'm like, yes. So basically they didn't know what you no. knew, but they no. were seeing the same thing. So it was reinforcing and proving yeah. to you that what yeah. you were seeing was true. Mm. Yeah. Year mm. after year after year after year. It is mm. never, ever failed. And then they'll say, and then I turn right and right again, I think, that's the eye chamber. And there's this big eye looking at me. I'm like, oh, yes, I know. And I used to get so excited because they were just merely corroborating mm. every mm. single thing I've been shown. That's pretty unique because I haven't read many angel books. And the reason I haven't read them is because they're so generic and yep. kind of wishy-washy fluff. Yeah. Um, so what you're talking about is something I've never heard of, which is fascinating. It's a matter of time because what's happened is, is that suddenly, you know, the the title that was agreed, well, half agreed, my editor was so pushy on it, was The Rise and Fall of Britain's Best Psychic Medium. I don't know about that. One of the, I would say, not the, but anyway, literally the fall was having the accident, having 10, five, five years in bed and then literally having to change and adapt because I wasn't physically able to go and tour anymore, do anything. So now we're doing this rise where suddenly they've said, right, Nick, you're getting back in the saddle again. So the, the rise from coming to Florida and doing wonderful, wonderful podcasts has kind of 
grew my following again. What happens when we die? We're supposed to go out about six months ago, but suddenly the rise in demand has changed everything again. And then I created a book called Earthwalkers, which was a download or a dream I had, which is described in me, myself and I, where I have the download where I was woken up but told to go back to sleep again. And mm-hmm. I wrote the book in three months. For some reason, they want that out. And now I know why, because even though it's fictional, the book is deemed fictional, it's actually prophecy of what's happened, even though I wrote it nine years ago. Prophecy of what's happened so far. The second book even is a prophecy, but it's like COVID. It's just incredible. Um, so that they want that to go out. But my, my main, my non-fiction book, What Happens When We Die, I have got to push and get that out because mm. that will show everybody the map of heaven all the different angels, what happens when we die, right the way from physical death to our next incarnation and everything in between. And it's so simple and so clear that everybody will know exactly where they are with it. And, you know, it makes me laugh. Is there an afterlife? You know, do we really go on? It's like, oh, my God, that question's done. We all know we do. Even science is saying, yes, we can measure quantum space. We can do this now. And it's like, that's not the question. It's where am I? What have I asked for on this earth plane? And do I need to wake up and plug back in to help me on my earth plane existence? That's the questions that should be asked now. Because I I just, I don't understand. I cannot compute people that don't think there is any other existence or intelligence, including alien, I just can't believe people just think we're a being with no sentience, with no soul, with no energy, and that we just die and that's it. I just don't get it. <laughs> no, it's weird for me. I've always known, but I never had any abilities at all. But I was, it wasn't a belief. It was like, I know that we carry on. But having joined the development circle, I will do pair work and we don't see each other outside the circle But I will get a message from the person I'm working with that describes everything I've done that day from buying a bunch of bananas, everything I've done that day. How the hell would she know? It's the fact that somebody has been following me all day. My dad, (laughs) usually. Yeah, exactly. They've been in the car with me all day. I'll give an example last week or a couple of weeks ago in Circle. I live near a golf course. So I was driving over the golf course, saw all the golf players, got to my group a couple of hours later, had to do a pair work exercise with a medium that is sensationally good. So already my stomach is clenching. We didn't do any meditation, Mm -hmm. no warm up, which we normally do. And we're told, right, you go, tell us what you can see. I'm thinking, okay, so I can see a golfer standing on a golf course. This is marvellous. I've just been over the golf course. It's my imagination. So I just apologised profusely and said, I'm so sorry. I feel like it's your dad, but, you know, I've literally just driven past these golfers. So I'm seeing a golfer. I feel like it's your dad, but it can't be. She goes, well, my dad was a world-class golfer and his ashes are buried on that golf course. Oh, and what you doubted straight away. Yeah, I doubted. I apologised profusely saying, I'm so embarrassed that I'm going to have to say this. You've told me I have to say what I see. He's there and he won't go away, but I'm just making it all up. And then it just went, on from there and everything was correct but uh, I mean that's you know I don't do that every time but um reading they will use your memories and your experiences to get the message across quicker that's yes yes that that's what the tutor said they said you're they're using because it was easier for you to do it that way it was easier to show you something that you could eat more easily but it's confusing when you think you're just making it up but 
I mean, every time I go to my circle, I'm told that, I mean, yet last week, it was literally like the thoughts were being pulled and the memories were being pulled out of my head by strands when, when she was giving me the reading, because yep. everything, everything from childhood onwards was accurate. So, <laughs> I mean, you still doubt yourself when you're doing it, but you cannot doubt the proof that you're given week after week after week after week. You just cannot you doubt it. And that's why, I, you know, I encourage everybody to give it a go. These people go, oh, you're a load of rubbish. You prey on innocent people. You prey on vulnerable people. I don't prey on anybody. I don't tell them to come and see me. I don't tell them to listen to my videos. They come because they need something more than what the world is creating for them through religion, which is just a wrath and, um, you know, sinful book that tells you that you're wrong unless you repent which oh my goodness we won't get on that bandwagon and so it's like have a go yourself come and listen to a medium come and get a reading come and do what you need to do but we need to get out of our heads and I always say to my students if a spirit person has come through the ether and has complete faith in you and stands by you because he wants to talk to his daughter you have no right to disrespect him by saying oh no I'm making it up oh no it's rubbish got to realize that a person that once lived here and touched his daughter is now touching her with his soul is saying to you please mm. tell her this mm. and so I say to people and this is I don't mean you you've got no right to let your ego interfere with a supreme and divine connection and also if you think it's hard sitting there clenching yourself and getting all nervous imagine the effort that they've gone through to actually <laughs> come <laughs> They're like, oh my god, I'm stuck with an ego, dickhead. You yeah, see? now she's questioning oh, I'm, I'm, everything. Am I getting it right? Am I getting it right? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, I know. It makes you wonder why they bother coming back, doesn't it? Sometimes. Exactly, and this is a problem. In fact, you've brought up a very valid point because the if you do get a situation with a medium doing that, in the end, the guide will most recently say it's not worth it. She's just too ego or it's work. Yeah. Get it, mm, and you yeah. and spirit people will turn when they go. Oh, I've lost my gift. No, you haven't. You've closed it down because of your own ego. I've kept in contact with a number of my colleagues from the police service, and one of them, Lindsay, is like a really good one of my besties. And I kept saying to her, "Your energy for Reiki healing animals is off the scale. Don't be stupid. No, it's not. No, it's not." And I'm saying, I'm I'm not joking you. I said, "You are giving the animal kingdom a disservice because of your own ego." Mm. Right, I said, how? And I actually did say to her, "How dare you do that? How dare you, through your self doubt?" And I, this is Nikki Allen. I didn't mean to say it like this, but I said, mm. "How dare you stop a divine process where you can heal animals because you don't think that you can do it and you're not good enough?" I said, mm. "Get that out of your head." She has literally dropped horses in five minutes on the floor in a complete restful, peaceful environment. She's put her hands on a dog that was up the wall at a rescue home and is sleeping and calm within five minutes. And so now, finally, after years, she's thought, oh, God, I'm really good at this. And she's oh. starting to rise as an acknowledged animal Reiki healer. And I'm talking, she can do like large animals to little, little animals. She is incredible. Mm. And so I said, can you see why I was being so hard on you now? Mm. Because you've got, you have stopped animals that you have been put on this earth to heal animals. And because you thought you weren't good enough and you couldn't do it, you've stopped hundreds of animals getting healed because of your own fear and your own doubt. And I said, you've got no, no there's no place for ego in mm. light work.
There's mm. no place for it. And it's the same as mediums that perhaps get famous and all they care about is how many bums on seats and how much money they make and does their hair look nice and or should I get my teeth white? And they, they don't they don't the gift isn't taken from them. They close it down because their ego is too bothered about how famous they are and how wonderful they are. Talking of healing, this conundrum, I've had a lot of spiritual healing. I've had psychic surgery. And like I say, I'm 50% skeptic, but I've seen some things that makes me not skeptic anymore in that regard. I'm also aware that there's some fakery out there, but I've seen the real deal as well. So I have this difficulty when people tell me that you can't do healing over the internet or by distance and yet I've used healers that are over the internet or by distance so can you explain to me whether you can do healing over the internet by letter by post whatever can you do it can you not do it 100 percent. and I tell you now this is an it's incredible you've asked this question because I've started doing this channeling thing that they've told me to do that lot said I want we want you to not to literally repeat what we're telling you and send it out on your videos I'm like oh my god right okay and this has just come up and it's talking about the palpable the physical energy that we create through thought and intent and how it can transfer across the world in waves and ripples okay we all if we take away the physical body and the third dimension of our lives you know walking around Mm. driving a car whatever right we take that away we are energy and we can send energy out wherever we want to exactly the same as a spirit person can visit anywhere it wants to right so as as a very brief explanation i know we're talking about healing but on a for instance the first time that i ever did a telephone reading i'm like this ain't gonna work i'm not with the person stupidly i thought because i'm not in the presence of another physical person it can't work Mm. so i'm phoning this woman and she was in scotland right and the next one i had to do was malta i'm like this is not gonna work it was more stronger Me sending my energy across to them and all I had was their energy and their voice vibration to work on and they are the best readings you could ever do because when you're physically sitting in front of someone, your ego starts thinking, oh, God, they're old, they're young, they're pretty, they're well-dressed, they've got a wedding ring on, and you can't help it because that's what humans do. They Mm. suss people out. So I prepare, and I don't mean that mediums suss people out but straight away we create an egotistical judgment of the person in front of us don't we yeah they're yeah. pretty they're nice they're not very nice oh god rich poor middle class yeah, right. whatever but mm. telephone readings i bloody loved them and then i'd i'd say oh your dad's saying you've got that sweater on that he bought you for christmas you're like what oh. how do you know that i said is it turquoise color because i'm wearing turquoise legging yes i'm like oh my god your dad's there he's standing there telling you that right and so I'm like oh my god this really works so then when someone comes to me goes oh my dog's died or my mum's got dementia whatever I'm sending healing and I say Raphael please listen to me come to me now and I imagine his green energy hitting my chakra points and I say can you now please reflect this energy to Doris Smith they please send it to Doris Smith and then I send it Okay, and then they say, God, it's really weird. At two o'clock, she woke up and smiled. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you joking? That's the time I sent it. So I've also looked into this and I have experimented with it. And I'm Mm. telling you, we think about physical, tangible situations and we need to go beyond that now. Remember, sound frequency, 
a frequency of us, healing frequency, it's all been measured now. Sound frequency is going to be the next hugest thing hitting this planet, I'm telling you, and resonance of sound with crystals. That is that is the next big, big thing. They're already incorporating it in hospitals, sound frequencies and things like that, right? Basically, we can send it easily. So whoever says you can't send it, it's talking absolute pants. And the problem we have, and I am going to get on my soapbox a bit, is we've got the likes of things like TikTok, you know, beautiful in a way for the genuine people that know what they're talking about. But then you get the biggest idiots on there and people listen to their rubbish and think that that's the real version of how mediums work and it's and I get so many questions is it real that if my baby dies it's lost forever oh my good god Mm. no because there's a soul there your baby's safe and well and you'd like you then you have to find ways of trying to get the baby soul to you and they talk about the brother and sister and prove their existence so it's very damaging what you can what you read, what you watch, you know, you've got to make sure they're reputable mediums and that they've got healthy followings. And also the number one thing, we said this earlier, darling, is the only true way that you'll know about things is by doing it yourself. Going up in meditation, opening your energy up, opening your chakras up and saying, right, what have you got to show me? And, you know, even though I've been born a medium, I come from generations of mediums, la, 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 la. In my book, Me, Myself and I, I decide to surrender myself naked, freezing cold in a February night under the full moon and said, I'm done. I surrender because I thought my two options were kill myself because I'm going to be in bed forever and I've lost everything. Or, OK, let me get my faith back. Show me what you can do. And the magic and the miracles and the stuff that happened to me, not just because I'm a medium, because I surrendered, opened my light up to them and said, bring it on, show me. And that's all people have got to do. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And trust it when it comes and keep open to it by meditation, by going to a spiritualist church, spiritual center, just to sit in the energy, go for healing. You know, we can all heal. It's just... Some of us are more channeled to do it than others. It's like saying, you know, you keep saying you're a beginner. That's that's a human title, darling. We are all at different advanced stages of evolution in respect of understanding our spiritual connection, right? So I was up, I was born running because of my bloodline, right? We come from the original bloodline of Mary Magdalena or Mary Magdalene. And so, you know, I've come from good stock. That's what my granddad always says. You come from good stock. (laughs) Don't you dare back down, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, But we all are connected as one to the source. And so when people say they're a beginner, I said I was a beginner. And then I was like kicked out of circles. Oh, you're showing off. You're like, no, I'm not. I'm Mm. I'm a beginner because you're saying, have you ever ever trained before? No. Have you ever done this before? Oh, no, you've got to go in a beginner circle. What? No. We are all evolved souls. And it depends on how much we lose our ego and how much we open up to the dimensions as to when we can start going, right, I'm here. So I'm here and I'm working, I'm healing. And as I say, we can all heal. It depends on what we've chosen to do down here this time. 
Then the biggest question is, well, if we can all heal and you've been to all these healers, why, you, why have you still got ME and fibromyalgia? And the, the question is at the moment is, is one, well, I'm certainly not in a wheelchair anymore and I'm certainly not laying in bed for years, so I am getting there. But the biggest reason that I feel that I chose that experience was to show people I've been through hell I've been through the worst time of my life. I've done the dark night of the soul and I'm out of it. And now I'm going to show you and help you on how you can get out of yours. And so that's why I've gone through that experience. And I just feel I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger where it will disappear. It will disappear. And I'm happy with that. But all I care about at the moment is, is that I've been healed from the inside. So all my demons, the shadow self and everything else, obviously, you know, Life gets you down now and then, but I've learned to be so content and so happy. And I literally live one foot in the spirit world and one foot on the earth plane. And I never feel alone. And I always know, no matter what happens, I just think whatever, because I know it'd be sorted. I'm never alone. Talking of the love, when you blend with a spirit and yeah. you can feel their emotions and the love that they have for the person that you, you're sitting opposite, it's a visceral feeling. And the love is like a love that you've never felt before, isn't it? It's Absolutely. overwhelming love. And that is what connects spirit world to the loved ones down here and mediums that visceral feeling of complete and utter love it's not you know i that i've had hindus jews catholics you name it every single religion has come to me some even with hoods up saying oh my god i hope nobody saw me come in i'm like really <laughs> and it's like oh no because you know we're not allowed to do this i'm like oh whatever because i'm going to show you now that it doesn't matter if you're a muslim it doesn't matter if you're a hindu it doesn't matter what belief system they are human-made man-made systems for i don't know control god knows what it's for so i'm going to show you now that love will bring you to your mum, dad, brother, sister, daughter, son, not a religion. Because they say, oh, is it going to work? Because I'm Catholic. Of course it bloody will. Your dad loves you. Mm. He wants to come down and say, I'm here. This is what you did yesterday. This is what's going to happen in the future. This is what's going to happen with your child. Blah, 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 blah. Right? I said, that's because of this strong bond of love. People don't realise the strength of love. And this is what I was saying about the channeling thing that I was doing. And it went crazy. I did a video and my guide was talking about the war in Palestine and Israel, um, Julianus. And he was saying to people, you don't realise how strong your thoughts, intents and energy is. So he said, so when you think about the atrocities that are happening and the people being killed, you're feeding in to the evil people people that are creating that he said stop doing that he goes we've got the seraphim down there at the moment we want you to send your thoughts and your intent and love and comfort to the people that are like passing they're almost that you know that it's an awful crude term but collateral damage of what's happening the innocence he said send your thoughts saying it's okay you're going to be looked after the angels are with you you are loved you're comforted and he said literally the power of you sending that whether you believe it or not, will create a ripple effect, which will be a tsunami of love and comfort sent to the victims as they are going under these atrocities. Mm. And I just didn't even think of that. We can create energy. It's like 
say if you like if you walk into a room and it's like say you've had a say like you know you've had a row with someone you can't stand them and then they walk through and think oh my god you can almost feel them staring into you can't you because yeah. they're sending their energy up and yeah. you or you walk in and you fancy someone and they fancy you and you can feel you can almost feel the connection across the room because we are all energy and we work on energy and when we start looking beyond the 3d you realize that energy sound light frequency color is so much stronger than just a physical body that we have to put on our souls to walk around the earth plane i never watch the news because it actually just it just creates all this negativity and i think there should be a happy news channel because i don't think it's normal or healthy to continuously watch bad things Absolutely. Imagine what that does to everybody. Absolutely, completely correct. Mm. I it literally leaves me traumatized mm. physically. I cry, my heart knots up, I feel sick mm. because I cannot handle what is on the news. I never, ever, ever watch it. Oh, there's this other thing. It's just something that people have asked me to do where it's called Celebrity Snoop on my YouTube channel. And it's basically just doing a reading on certain people and literally hundreds of people. Can you please do Joe Biden? Oh, my God, it was a nightmare. I don't know him. If he knocked on my door now... I wouldn't recognise him. I wouldn't know him because I've got I have got absolutely no passion, no interest. And I will not allow my soul to be exposed to leaders, war, news, any content like that whatsoever. My extent of watching live TV is I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here because I adore it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I watch. Everything I just literally everything I choose to watch is all recorded Mm. I do not want to look at what what is happening to humanity at the moment. And as I say, the good news is, though, is that we are going through, people talk about this grand reset, and we are literally, the light workers are rising. We are being listened to. So this is the beauty. I was saying about the negative of things like TikTok and YouTube. This is the beauty. People like you are enabling people like me to literally reach the masses and say, wake up and listen to what we're saying to you. Yes, it's bad at the moment. There is money crisis. There is living crisis. There is war. But this all needs to be eradicated. It all needs to be going through all of this hell to get out the other side. So bear with us. We're getting rid of the leaders. We're getting rid of all of the scum that was running Israel-Palestine. We're getting rid of it all so that we can now make it a free, balanced, loving country without any tyranny and control. And it's all to just clear the tables. And my guides and the angel realms have said to me, 2026, that is when the balance will come into play, where leaders, fat cats, the money people that are like running the pharmaceuticals and all the rest of it, mm. literally are going to come to come to the fore. They're going to be judged or something will happen that will then create this yin and yang balance back onto the planet. Because that's why we're having so many disasters. Archangel Ariel, Mother Gaia, they're like, oh, you are abusing the planet and we're going to kick back at you because this isn't right. It's like if you, you know, you hit an animal, it's going to bite at some point. And this is what's happening with the planet. And it's all this big reset and it's not happy ever after. I was shown it and that's what my my fictional books are about from nine years ago. There's going to be this big turnaround, lots of turmoil, because let's face it, if we're too far off a divine path, we have to go back through all of the pain, all of the crap that we've put humanity have put themselves through to reset back onto a path that, that balanced the planet again. And that's what we're going through at the moment. There will be literally tranquility, balance, and a lot more compassion and love. And that's why 
so many people are coming to Lightworker channels and, you know, people that are doing philosophy and channeling because they're, they're thinking, well, the planet, humanity's not great. I can't watch the news anymore. What else have I got? And then these people are by accident finding channels with people like me who are saying, listen, this is what we've got. This is where we're going. Just send love, be love, try the best you can, and this will eradicate all of the evil in the planet. And it really, really will. And believe me, before my road accident, before my five years of spiritual boot camp, I would have thought, what a load of old rubbish. Right, because mm. I really did feel very sceptical about all this love and light balancing the planet. And it wasn't until my guides, Eve, I thought he said Schumann residence. I'm like, I've never heard of it. And he just said, go on that button. He says, go on that the button. And he means Google it, right? Oh, I'm like, okay. So I put the Schumann residence in and then Google says, do you mean the Schumann residence? I'm like, I don't know. And then I find about this heartbeat of the planet. And then when I talk to my enlightened friends, especially from my conference, oh yeah, Schumann residence, what you don't know about that? I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is like the seraphim all over again. I'm like, wow, okay. So, you know, I have to make this so clear. I do not read up on anything. I don't watch videos of other people go, oh yeah, I'll use that. I yeah. literally am told from soul. So I had no clue and of what the Schumann resonance was. And, and then when I saw it and it was a reality and that it's actually measured by scientists and it's a heartbeat of the planet that literally restores nature, restores human energies, heals and tries to bring balance. I'm like, oh, my God. Thank you very much, Juliana. So I had no idea about the Schumann resonance. So I love that I get all of my information from source and it's organic. And so that's why I know that we're going through a crisis at the moment. But you know what? It will settle. And 2026 is the time where it will settle. But the moment it's going to get better, worse before it gets better. I know that. So there's most mm. the other wars break out. There's potentially going to be nuclear threats going on, but they won't happen. And there's just a big, oh, I've got bigger muscles than you. And then it'll be, do you know what? All you leaders are rubbish. We need to get rid of you and have some proper people in. And that's what's happening at the moment, you know. And so we've just got to ride the storm and have the trust and faith in the universe, the angel realms and everybody that's working so hard to get rid of the darkness that's in the planet and just know that we can actually have. And Ariel even said in one of the channelings, you know, we've, we've got responsibility to send love across the planet because whether you believe it or not, it works. And that's a very, very long answer to your question. Can you send healing? Yes, you can. <laughs> I've sat here before now, you know, I've got the most amazing healing friends. And Paula Mary, one of my dearest friends, she's such a darling. And, she, and when I was going through a lot of pain a couple of years ago, she goes, right, just lay down. And then I started fizzing up. And I'm like, quick, note the time before you close your eyes. Note the time, mm. fizzing up. And then I went, did you do it at like five past one? She went, yep. Oh, my God. Yes, I got it. Thank you. Well, I had over the Internet a Zoom healing session last week, and it's somebody that used to be a tutor at Arthur Finley a long time ago. He's a trance healer. So he goes, right, I'm ready to go into trance now. I said, OK, I'll go and get myself comfortable. I'll go and sit down in the chair. And I thought, well, I'll just go into a meditation, deliberately not looking for anything, not trying to link up, just go into the quiet all of a sudden, there's this spirit man standing next to me. He's got grey bushy hairs, wearing a three-piece suit, 
looks to me Edwardian, Victorian. Oh, very distinguished. And I'm thinking, don't look at him because you're sp- you're not supposed to be linking in because you're supposed to be getting right. healing. Don't have any interaction. So I'm looking straight ahead, but I'm also going off to the beach where my dad is in spirit. So I'm oh, doing three God. things at once, thinking, can you do three things at once? And I'm just do not look at this spirit man. Do not interact. Anyway, so we finished the session after about 20 minutes. He shouts through the computer. He goes, I'm back. I go, okay, I'm coming. And he goes, did anything happen? I said, well, um, in actual fact, I also found myself in a, I was in this brown room on a brown table when this spirit man appeared. So I, I said, well, I was in a brown room, see this spirit man. He goes, well, I was in a brown room, but there was, it was all misty. I couldn't see anything. He goes, can you describe what the man looked like? So I gave a, I said, well, I, I deliberately didn't look at his face, his eyes, but I could see him out of the corner of my eye. So I described him. He goes, hold on a second. And he sent me a picture over Zoom and it was the same man. Oh, my. See? Mm. I know people need to, this is what people need to experience. Because I, I do it all the time and see it all the time. I, I had someone who was, and I stopped doing it now, but my God, he was incredible. He really helped me a lot. He was one of these psychic surgeons and I could feel things being pulled out of my solar plexus. And I who thought, was it, Nicky? I can't remember his name. Oh. I knew you were going to say that. He's not about anymore. He oh. was one of these beautiful people that wasn't all big and you know singing and dancing he literally just would travel all around the country and Mm. if you heard of him if you were lucky to hear of him at a spiritualist center he was so modest he was so humble Mm. and he wasn't one of these yeah I'm gonna charge six thousand quid for all of it and all that god I'll I'll, I'll try and let you know so you can add it to your thing later on I'll try and think of it and I and I thought he's going in a bit deep and he felt like he was like he's like really deep inside me by my tummy and I think oh it's getting a bit sore there and then I remember someone saying to me open your eyes and I thought I'm not supposed to but for god's sake everybody don't go with what you think should happen go with what these these feelings are or if you get a discarnate voice saying do it because I thought I'm not supposed to open my eyes when I opened my eyes he wasn't anywhere near my stomach his hands were a foot above they weren't even touching me. So I'm like, oh, my God, that's why I need to open my eyes just to see the, the reality of this. And then I described somebody, right, and he, and he, he goes, yes, he goes, um, that's my guide. I went, are you joking? He goes, no, look, I've got a photo of him. Someone did a psychic picture. I went, oh, my God, that's him. He goes, yeah, that was my guide working with you. I'm like, oh, my God, share with people, you know? Yeah, this was the man is called Dr. Robert Koch. He won the Nobel Prize. This gentleman in spirit that I was seeing, that, my, that the healer then sent the photo through Zoom of, won the Nobel Prize for medicine. He's German, born in the 1800s. He's working through through this healer. Oh, yeah. That- I've had the same thing with another psychic surgeon. He was the most humble, modest. I absolutely love that? him. Alec. Um, oh, crikey. Alec. Nicholas, no, Alec Nicholas, um, but he's, he, he died, he died in uh, December. Oh, um, I absolutely adore him and his wife. And I used to go and see them regularly. I've, I had so much spiritual healing, Harry Edwards all over the place, you know, yeah. never, ever felt a thing. And it used to kind of, I think, well, this is really unfair because, you know, you read the books and people felt this, they felt that or they saw that. And I thought, yeah. well, I'm, I'm obviously immune, obviously immune to it. I see nothing, feel nothing. So I'd by long given up any hope of seeing or feeling anything. And I'd been having healing for about two years at this stage. So I turned up at this house in the middle of the countryside one, one day thinking, I've told no one I'm 
coming here? What the heck am I doing here? And uh, yeah. luckily, the, the lady opened the door before I had a chance to back out. So I go into the house and the minute I'm in there, I can see all these ancient artifacts. So I know it's the real deal. I lay on the on the treatment bed, semi-darkness. Alec and his wife are giving me healing. Yeah. And then I suddenly feel this exceptionally sharp pain very deep inside me in the area that I needed the healing in. And I think, like you, I'm going to sneak my eyes open here because I I, I kind of think, well, I'm I'm grateful that you're doing this, but I'm not sure that you should really be doing this to me, you know, because surely you're not a a doctor. (laughs) What What the hell are you doing? So, and he's nowhere near me. She's nowhere near me. And I can see... I can see a hand and an arm. I can see them. And the fingers are about three times the length of ordinary fingers. It's all, yeah. and it's the way I described it, it was like seeing an x ray. I wasn't seeing the, fle- the flesh, That's I was right. just seeing the bone. Yeah. Oh my God, that is absolutely incredible. And you also either feel them holding your feet and you look down and they're not even holding your feet. Yeah. Not near you. Yeah. And, you know, this is, again, all stuff that really makes you excited and, and opens your energy up even more. And the thing is, what I'll tell you now is it's very, very rare that people can reach me as well. You know why? And this no. is why I want you to stop putting this beginner tag on you. Your energy is at such a high resonance that some healers will not be able to meet the frequency to do the healing. And I was told that because I'm like, whoa, I, I go to some place and I'm like, oh, thank you very much. I'm thinking that was a waste of time. Right. Yeah. And yet, so, so don't think it's you. Don't think they can't heal you. They're just not, you're, they're not resonating on your high, fre- high frequency. And you know what? I, I have to say that two things that have been, and I wanted to mention these to help people because obviously lots of people follow me that have got chronic illness, chronic pain, blah, da, 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 da. But I literally went to a man and I'm going to be totally honest, right? Totally honest. I always am. And someone and I and someone when I get two or three voices within a week or in a short space of time, tell me the same thing. I go with it, whether my gut says yay or nay. Mm. So I had three people um, over the course of a week over in America when I was working there at the GSIC conference, um, which is a, a, a convention for galactic and spiritual people. I basically was told, oh, have you tried craniosacral therapy? Now, I've tried everything in the world to try and eradicate myself of this chronic fatigue and mm. pain, right? So I think, oh, God, no, yeah, yeah, oh, thanks, I'll try it. And I think I ain't going to try nothing. I give up because I've been mm. there and done everything. Then someone else said craniosacral therapy, get home. And then there's an email from someone saying, have you tried it? I'm like, oh, my God, I've got to. So I hit the Google button and I think, right, there's a bloke near me in Totnes, which is like the mini Glastonbury here in Devon. It's an absolutely wonderful place full of crystal shops and spiritual people um, and holistic centres. So I think, right, I'm going to go with this bloke. I don't know why, but his name's Nick. I'm Nick. So I think, yeah, I'll go. And as soon as I saw him, it was like, Avatar, I see you. I'm like, oh, my God, I love your energy. I love your soul. He's just magnificent. So I go in. I'm still sceptical, right? And it's really naughty of me. I'm not going to lie. I'm still sceptical. So I lay down. And then he literally puts his hand underneath my sacral area, right? And it's red hot, red hot. Right, and all these weird feelings happen. And then I'm like, right, okay, yeah, he's a healer, so what? So this is a bit of my ego coming in, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then he goes up my back, then my head, my hands, and his hands are so hot, it's ridiculous. However, because I've been let down so much, 
I think it's not going to work, it's not going to work, which is really mm. stupid because your mind can actually tell your body how to react to things. So at the end of it, it goes, listen, you're going to be really in a lot of discomfort in the next few days because you've had so many releases. I'm going, thank you so much. And I'm like, I was really genuinely grateful and I thought this is going to be great, but it's going to last 10 minutes and that's it. Mm. My good God, the following days after, I felt like I, I, my body had been a punch bag for a boxer. I'm not joking you. My abdomen, my whole like trunk area and my neck and my head felt like I'd been bashed. Mm. And I couldn't walk, I couldn't move. And I thought, what the hell? All he did was touch me. There is no way on this earth he could create the pain that's resonating through me now. He just touched me. And then for the first time in many years, I woke up without any pain. And then the next message I got, absolutely loads of them. Have you tried earthing mats? Have you, have you, been to, have you tried mm. the earthing solution? Have you watched the earthing movie? And I thought, nope, but I'm going to buy it because that is synchronicity because it was five emails, one after the other. And I'm currently sitting on an earthing mat now. And my good God, it is incredible. Listen, I'll tell you now, and again, this is for listeners. I literally thought this is incredible. I just feel so different. And I've also, so I actually, I've never done this in my life. I emailed the founder of it, Earthing Revolution, Jen, the most beautiful light worker, empath, wonderful darling you've ever met in your life. Been through hell, was in agony, trying to find an answer found these works, started a company, created the products. So she said to me, look, if you want, I said, I really, really want to help people with this because it's incredible how it works. And I've got Teddy on his pet bed now. He's laying on it now, my little doggy. And basically um, she said, yeah, okay, then you can have um, 15% off. Anybody that comes through your codes, your affiliate link, I'll give them 15% off for you. I'm like, oh my God, thank you very much. And it's just literally two things in a week. And I'm feeling amazing. Mm. And I really hope this is now the beginning of my complete healing journey. Mm. But I do know that if they'd healed me years ago, I would have been out touring. I would have been out knackering myself again. I needed this time to connect with people online and show them the reality of living awake I call it now living awake being open to all the frequencies that can help us while we're down here through our challenges through our triumphs and through our crises and again this isn't a plug I, I don't care if you go there or not I do because I want people to heal and feel better because I know what the hell is of chronic pain chronic illness and being in prison lockdown was walking apart for people like us because most people are imprisoned in their homes alone for the rest of their lives so anything that I can do to try and alleviate that, I will. So I would really look at, I don't know if it's because Nick is an incredible channeler of healing energy that I went to see yeah. or craniosacral therapy is a real good thing, you know, through the board. But I'd recommend anybody with chronic pain, chronic fatigue to go and find a cranial sacral therapist and see if it works for you. Because I've never reacted so physically to something where a man is literally just holding my back I just mm -hmm. oh because he goes oh you're going to be really discomfort and I feel really embarrassed because I'm like oh yeah whatever how am I going to hurt all you've done is touch me and I woke up going oh I couldn't breathe I had to cancel everything for two days because I was in so much pain and I said well, to him, is this right is this real is this okay he goes yep don't listen but he said I told you the release of the energy is going to bring pain 
and then it will be fine. And literally three days, and I'm like, I got straight out of bed. I haven't done that for years. The funny thing was, when I had this Zoom healing the other week, I had a friend staying with me down from Wales, and we'd both gone to bed, and I had this shocking pain. And I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to go to a and I've got a friend staying with me. I'll just try and ride it out for the night. And I was in agonizing sharp pain and I thought what the heck is going on here and then this week I read some of his book most of the testimonies in this book say how these people had ended up in really severe pain after the healing so having seen this spirit man who got the Nobel Prize and everything I I kind of thought okay well that's fine then that's a good thing that I was in so much pain afterwards yeah but yeah it was awful I asked this because I asked Julianis this um, ages ago mm. because, again, it's in the book about coming off your divine path. You've then got to go back through the forest that you took yourself out into to get back to it. So there's a lot of pain emotionally to go back to. But he also said, imagine that you've got a, a big, big sharp thorn in your side. Mm. And he said, it's been driven in and you're in pain. He said, obviously, it's going to create pain to pull it back out. Oh, of course. And that's exactly what I said. I went, oh, of course. He goes, so we can't, right. we can't, you're not going to, you're going to have to experience the same pain again that put you in the pain for us to alleviate it. So he said, so pain represents healing. Oh. And right. I'm like, oh, thank God for that. And it's the same as people go, why am I crying? Why am I getting nightmares? Like, you know, during my journey of the five years, I'm like, why am I going through so much emotional and spiritual pain? It's because I put myself so far down the line. I had to come back out of it. So I had to go through the release of the thorn, you know, and that's why that happens. And then suddenly, boom, you suddenly find this painless energy and you think, my God, it really did work. Yeah, what's interesting as well is when I started having my spiritual healing and I found a very, very good clairvoyant who did it. And she explained to me whether it's right or wrong, but that. Even if you've got a physical problem, normally it's your emotions that have to be healed first before they even work on the physical. So you actually go through a very traumatic emotional journey on the way to get, yeah, it's extremely hard to go through. But I just get upset that in the old days, people would queue outside of community halls. They would go to the Royal Albert Hall to watch spiritual healing. But yes. these, these days, I go to Harry Edwards, there's nobody there. I know. I go to Arthur Finley, nobody there wanting healing. And, and people used to queue in their hundreds to get healing. I know. And do you know why? Because the society and certain people condemning people like Helen Duncan over the years have tried to close it down and so part of the rise of consciousness and part of the reset is is we are going to rise again and show people the reality of healing spirituality waking up and connecting with different frequencies so that is what this rise is all about now Mm. so when for instance 60 years time they'll go back to this and it'll be like the victorian times of physical mediumship again because that's all disappeared because society has pushed it as an evil nasty you don't know what you're doing jesus will judge you repent your soul for being with the devil and all that old rubbish it's a modern day witch hunt and it goes on generation after generation but this rise at the moment will continue and we are starting to bring people, masses of people, to our fold to show we will win. The light will eradicate the dark and that's what's going to happen. I have this uh, difficulty with people who are friends or family who, because I go to church, that's fine. 
I also go to development circles. I don't see a problem with it, but you will, and in fact, I mean, me and the vicar talk quite openly about what I get up to in my circle. He doesn't care. (laughs) You know, he's quite, he's a former police, he's a former police inspector. He couldn't give a toss if I go to development circles. He finds it funny, you know, and um, if it's helping me, it's helping me. But it's, it's just that the, people will condemn it because it's oh that's against the bible that's against god that's against the church actually if you speak to 99 percent of mediums or spiritual healers and you say to them where do you think the power comes from well it's not from me it comes from god or comes from the divine or comes from the universe so yep. how can it possibly be against god or religion or whatever you want to call it it's not it's pure <laughs> it's pure energy it's and love. Pure. it's on love exactly and i don't see a lot of love going on with you know um religions and church yeah sins wrath and i i actually um walked down the street the other day and i had to walk away because i got so angry because this bloke came up to me they were talking about jesus and the christ and becoming a christian and he said to me if you don't repent your soul will be lost if you don't Mm -hmm. repent jesus won't forgive you i went how dare you tell people that who are in crisis how dare you tell people that if they don't join your church then they're lost and they go to hell how dare you say that to people you go into the bible i said no hang on a minute the bible's been translated this just and i said to him do you know about yahweh do you know about the old testament and the fact that people are actually worshiping a horned beast do you know about that do you know about revelations do you know about corinthians and i started because i've read it and I've said, do you know about this, the letters from St. Paul to, to the Apostles, letters of prophecy? Do you know the fact that people are obviously talking to angels and people are getting messages from angels and talking to the Holy Spirit? So how comes clairvoyance are wrong then? They want the control to go through the church and yes. not trust the control. Yeah, and in fact, the other day, because since I've started doing my development, I used to go to church and not actually take any notice about the service at all, not even look at the words. It was just a routine, you know, since I've developed, I go through the service now and I note how many times they're talking about the Holy Spirit. They're talking about spirits. Jesus Jesus was a phenomenal spiritual healer. Why aren't the church doing healings anymore? I know. And but you know what they are doing, which made me laugh when one of my friends who who goes to church with her mum, she said they've now got people that give readings to the congregation at the altar and it's uh, messages from Christ. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But the Christ consciousness is coming back in, but it's not what people think. The Christ consciousness is about healing, loving each other. Um, and bringing compassion into a world that's lost that through non-earthing, through not, you know, connecting back to source. The energy of the Christ is coming in and it's trying to implement light workers and people that are open to compassion, humility, self-love, eradicating dark shadows and all the rest of it. And I've just been told this recently, which I need to do a, a challenge session on from my lot up there. And so I said, well, what do you mean? You know, people are saying, oh, Christ's going to come back down. They said, oh, here you go again. You know, this is what people think, that humans think, oh, Christ is going to manifest and come down here. Why should he? Because Mm -hmm. he's literally a a human that, you know, is doing what you're doing. And I said, oh, yeah, that's going to go down well. Me saying I'm Jesus and all the other light workers. He goes, exactly. You can't because man have made us look weak and wrong and evil and made the Bible and religion wholesome. And, you know, that's your entry to heaven. He said, you're never going to win against that. He said, but just keep pushing the love and the energy of the Christ, which is 
sacrifice, love, humility, compassion, learning, educating, spirituality, you know, exactly what he did. And obviously there's just exaggeration along the way, along the translations. Yeah. I mean, didn't he go against all of the organised stuff? He was a rebel, actually. I know. He was a rebel. He fought for the underdog. Would you say that you could actually connect with Jesus? Yeah, I have. Ah, what happened? I haven't said anything because otherwise... You know, the people that are not open to it would then it would be mockery. And I'd I know that's the and difficulty thing, you know, and I'm quite happy now to say about me coming from the bloodline of Mary Magdalene, because one of my previous lives that I've actually proved in Italy in Trastevere, Rome in 1452 is another connection to the house of Mary Magdalene. And my granddad told me that we come from a French Romany family and our bloodline comes from Mary Magdalene. And when I thought, oh, really? And then when I actually did do that bit of Googling, I realised that she was taken to France after Jesus died. And she and they had children and she wasn't a prostitute. She was basically his wife. She created a bloodline and, and I, we come from Mary Magdalene and my granddad from Spirit said, yeah, we, we come from there. She, was, she wasn't a prostitute. She was deemed that because Jesus was shown to have compassion for a prostitute because that shows how amazing he is. No, it wasn't. They changed the story because they couldn't show him being a human, having children with his wife. And yet there's so much, you know, if people want to look into it, there is so much evidence to prove what happened after he died and the fact that she was taken and hidden over in France to have her children in safety. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raise her children in safety. Jesus' children. And obviously... You're going to get all of the Christians, blasphemy, blasphemy. You know, that's fine. You crack on. But, you know, I've been firebombed. I've had death threats from Christians. Have you? I've had my eyes gouged out on my banners on tours and my throat slit in posters saying I'm the devil and that I work from hell. I've had them camp up <gasps> in front of my shows and they've got um, leaflets. You're in league with the devil if you walk through here. Let's save your soul. Oh, um, my. have the police move them on at every single thing show I've ever done yeah they they I've had so much hate and so much vitriol thrown at me from supposed loving Christians and I'm not saying all of them are like that but that was my experience of religion and I I was so shocked because obviously you know I'm thinking yay I'm a full-time medium now I can help people and yeah. I but hate letters and threats to kill me and Gosh. I needed to be sent back to hell <laughs> I've had it all. Yeah, it's been in newspapers. My shop I worked out of in Chelsea was firebombed and all of our um, windows were put in and they're all smashed in. And it's just incredible. It's just incredible. And that's that's religion for you, isn't it? That's why most wars take place because of religion and belief systems. And that's why terrorism takes place in the name of a beautiful God, Allah, a beautiful, wonderful prophet, Muhammad. And yet, you know, the, the, the dark side of that, they, they, they use his name to create mayhem and violence and horror. And it just breaks my heart. And, and it takes us back to the conversation of news. That is why I cannot take it. Unless they bring it up 
like Julianus did. I had no idea what I was going to talk about. And they started saying, right, you will repeat what we're telling you and you will record it and send it to the humans. I went, okay. And he brought up the war. And I, and I remember part of me thinking, oh my God, what am I doing talking about a war and religion? But I trust them implicitly. Hmm. And so I did it. And and they told us how to how to, as I said, how to send energy and how to cope with, you know, these these absolute atrocities that are happening on the planet. And so as long as I'm here and I've got a voice and I've got wonderful people like you, I will continue to speak my truth. I'll continue to speak the truth of the source. If people get upset about it, it's tough, I'm afraid. You know, there's people that have already started, you know, how dare you talk about religion? How dare you talk about the Bible? And I'm like, yeah, well, you, you prove then that that's real. But I'm telling mm -hmm. you now, I've got people that will say this is going to happen. You know, Julianus, they know that um, I'm worried that people are going to think I'm some very fluffy person, like you were saying earlier. Mm -hmm. And then Julianus predicted the storms and the and the flooding and the devastation of um Storm Kieran, he said, 2nd of November, there's going to be flooding and devastation. And people are like, oh, my God, where? And then it was the storm. So they even put in a bit of prophecy in there to prove that it's really them talking. Mm. Or they'll throw a dragonfly off the bookshelf, which luckily is on film. So that was that was recorded on one of the YouTube um, channels, uh, YouTube videos. And so, that you know, and it's more and more happening. And they're also influencing creditable people. Like my darling friend, Christiane Northrup, who's been banned from everywhere for telling her truth as a doctor. You know, they're influencing her angels, the energy of the Christ, are, are implementing their energy on people like doctors and people that are credible that aren't fluffy tree huggers from Glastonbury. Mm. They, are, they are neurosurgeons. They are, you know, brain surgeons. They're heart surgeons. They're people in their field that are suddenly being influenced by you know, the upper realms, if you like, and they're speaking their truth. And it's wonderful. And it's all part of the reset. And, you know, Christiane Northrup has to go on Rumble now because all of the social media sites won't have her because she's telling the truth and humans need to know it. And they won't have it, so they close her down. They might actually close me down soon as well if I carry on the way I am. <laughs> I'll, be like, I'll be on Rumble next um, and Telegram. You know, the, the places where they let you have freedom of speech. but. Um, I know it's become so Orwellian. Years ago, when YouTube and all the internet started, you could find anything. I could spend so long researching. These days, you cannot find a thing on there because it's all been taken away. It's all Absolutely been hidden right. and stopped. And, and it's very sinister. Absolutely, because they're controlling it all. The fat cats control it all. Look at the people who, who are in charge of it all. And then that tells you everything. Rockefeller, you know, Bill Gates, all of these sort of conditions are all imposed on what people are exposed to and what they're yeah. not. You know, we're all puppets of a society that needs to be reset. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I remember when, again, going through my pain, I thought, right, I'm going to try cannabis. Everybody talks about cannabis. I'm going to go for it. I, I thought, well, I need to have a look and just see, you know, what testimonials and what 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 you know not went to get medical cannabis basically and I was trying to find the right clinic to get it from literally the first three pages were how bad it is you get hallucinations and it's all rubbish and it's all because they're trying to stop people holistically healing themselves so that they because mm. that, that means they'll stop buying pharmaceuticals mm. and so mm. you know all you see is oh cannabis is bad and you're like 
oh, come on. And then you have to go for a few pages before you then start finding the places that provide medical cannabis because everybody knows it works. Unfortunately, mm. though, I have a massive aversion to cannabis. My body hates it. And I was really upset. Even the most weakest CBD oil, my body goes, oh, no, you're not having that. Um, so I was very disappointed, but oh. I gave it a go. And yet when you look, oh, it's always really bad. It leads to heroin addiction. You know, you'll be a heroin addict within six months of taking cannabis. And it's all this, don't have, don't have it, don't have it, because it can't be taxed. It can't be controlled because it's not part of the FDA. And so it's just when you start looking into these things, you realise how much we are controlled by media news everything that we're exposed to on the internet and you just got to go beyond that and listen to the truth seekers and unfortunately you know they're being brought down all the time but if you look on my and and really I've had my second awakening at the GSIT conference in Orlando that I was there a few weeks ago if you just look at that video for instance and look at the names I put in the description box speaking their truth because it is mind-blowing what we are being hidden from. That's all I'll say. But I have to say, do you know, we've been talking for like a few hours now. Sorry, Nikki. <laughs> my partner's just walked in. I thought, what's he doing here? We're supposed to be popping. <laughs> it's and actually like, Sunday. Oh God, it's two o'clock. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was 10 past 12. Oh, I'm so sorry. I could no, literally talk to you for the whole weekend. And you, I just, I've had the best time and please stop labelling yourself a beginner and please aspire to meditation and you aspiring to more wide awake people. You know, if there's anything that says, no, that's wrong or crushes you down, don't go back there because you really are an ascended soul. We wouldn't be connected. We wouldn't have this synergy going on if you weren't an old soul with such brilliant talent and gifts sitting there. Open yourself up and say, I'm open, I'm advanced, I'm, I'm ready to receive whatever you want me to do. Don't say, I can't heal, because you can, we all can, but you can especially. Don't say, I can't do this, I can't do that. Stop that, I can, I will, what do you want me to do? How weird is that? My phone's on silent, and it's now... <laughs> that is definitely them saying enough's enough. Or <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I hope oh, I haven't exhausted you. I hope I haven't... Oh, I've had the best time talking to you. Yeah. I'd love for you to come and chat with me. I would love to have your version of you developing and your story. Okay. On the other, yeah. you know, the, the shoes on the other foot then. It would be wonderful to get that from you because you, you're brilliant and you just stop labelling yourself, darling. It's all I'm going to say to you. And your dad, I, when you said I meet him on the beach, I meet my dad on the beach and we just stand oh. there at the sea and then we go off wherever we go. And so he's, he's like literally your guardian angel. Thank you for your time. You're no, absolutely you. a darling. No, so are you, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Just send another invite and we'll get it sorted. It's not a problem. Absolutely, definitely. I absolutely adore you. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Take care. <laughs> oh, God, Take care. Take care, lovely. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.